something happened one night while traveling down a country road thought that you should be the first to know Can we bow our head in prayer today? Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for this day that you have given. And uh, this is the day that you have made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. We're here, Lord Jesus, in a time of sorrow. This family shaken, saddened, mourning the loss of 
their precious mother and wife, grandmother. But Lord Jesus, as with any other time, we have this confidence that you are with us. For you promised in your word that you would be. He said, Lo, I'll be with you always, even to the end of the world. And uh, there are those today that feel like that this is the end. And God, you are here with us. Our trust and confidence is with you and in you. And I pray everything in this service, every speaker, every song, everything that's done, would be a source of comfort and strength and help. And most of all, we're asking for the visitation of your spirit and touch of your presence for this family. And we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. We're here today and uh, we are looking to Jesus for he is the author. But he's not just the author, he is also the finisher. The word of the Lord very clearly says that that which is committed unto him, he is able to keep. He's able to keep against that day. And I'm speaking to a congregation of folks here today that I believe, uh, observing this crowd, the majority of you would be those who have committed yourself to him. And uh, just as Sister Dixon committed herself to him, he kept her. And to the day that he took her uh, to be with him, he is able to keep you as well. And I made a comment to several folks earlier on this front row, family members, Sister Blenda and Brother Dixon and Brother Dwayne, Brother Scott. Man, the Holy Ghost is not just, it doesn't just work in the good times. If it only worked in the good times, it wouldn't be worth very much. But we find strength and peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, even in the most difficult, difficult times. Janice Carolyn Dixon, age 74, of Vider, Texas, was born on March 13, 1946, in Beaumont, to Nellie Hodges McDaniel and A.C. McDaniel. Sister Dixon was promoted from this life to her eternal heavenly reward on Saturday, May 30th, 2020. Survivors include her husband of 58 years, Reverend David Dixon of Vider, her devoted daughter, Belinda Hargraves, and her husband, David of Sulphur, Louisiana. Two adoring sons, Dwayne Dixon and his wife, Taffy of Jonesboro, Arkansas, and Scott Dixon and his wife, Renee of Maryville, Louisiana. Grandchildren were Jonathan Dixon and his wife Erin of Kirbyville, Brittany Fulfer and her husband Justin of Orange, Jennifer Dixon of Vider, Clint Hargraves and his wife Hannah of Sulphur, Louisiana, Tanya Amos and her husband Josh of Sulphur, Brian Dixon, Bethany Dixon, both of Maryville, Louisiana, Rachel Dixon, Jeremy Catron, and Michaela Cecil, all of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Great-grandchildren are Aiden, Eli, Keeley, Mackenzie, Madison, Avery, Ryder, Rhett, Drake, and Josh. One brother, Charles Young, and his wife Claudia of Beaumont. Sister Dixon is preceded in death by her parents, A.C. and Nellie McDaniel, 
Also four brothers, Reverend H.W. McDaniel, Melvin McDaniel, Gordon McDaniel, Willie McDaniel, and her sister, Margie Williams. Sister Dixon faithfully served the Lord for many years and was certainly an example of the believers. With confidence today, we can say she fought a good fight and she finished her course and she kept the faith. And now, as the body goes back to the dust from whence it came, the spirit returns to God who gave it, and the soul is at rest awaiting the sound of the trumpet. We can certainly say that her crown is prepared and awaits to adorn her head for resurrection day. God bless each of you. And we turn to the word of the Lord in the book of Psalms, chapter 91. And the Bible said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. And I tell this family today, and Sister Belinda, privileged to serve as, as your pastor, and Brother David, and your children, and thrilled for what God has done in your lives. Sister Belinda, their family moved to Sulphur several years ago, and she was the only one serving God in that, her particular family at that time. I'm so pleased her husband and all three of her children have come to God with the Holy Ghost serving God faithfully today. I baptized several of her grandchildren. And uh, Sister Belinda, Brother Dwayne, Brother Scott, Brother Dixon, know Jesus Christ never fails. He never leaves us, and he's with us here today. I tell you what, let's stand together, and uh, we're going to sing a song, and I believe it's going to be in the key of F. Amen. And all of you will, all of you will know it. Praise God. Well, I've been on my way to heaven for a long, long time. And many things have happened that's clouded up my mind. But I am more determined to walk the narrow way. I've got more to go to heaven for. Than I have yesterday There's a golden street to walk upon A bell I'm gonna ring There's a brand new angel in the choir I wanna hear her sing There'll be a lot of friends waiting When I walk through the gate I've got more to go to heaven for Than I had yesterday And I've been through the lonesome valley And I've climbed the highest hill I've known the joy of living In the center of God's will And I've watched the angels come and take My loved ones home to stay But I've got more to go to heaven for Than I had yesterday Sing it with me now There's a golden street to walk upon A bell I'm gonna ring There's a brand new angel in the choir 
I want to hear her sing. There'll be a lot of friends waiting. When I walk through the gate, I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. There's a golden street to walk upon, a bell I'm going to ring. There's a brand new angel in the choir, I want to hear her sing. There'll be a lot of friends waiting when I walk through the gate. I've got more to go to heaven for than I had yesterday. Yes, I've got more to go to heaven for than I've had yesterday. And we praise the Lord together. God bless you, Jesus. Lord bless you today. You can be seated. I do want to say I feel honored to be asked to say a few words here today. I've had the privilege of being Brother Dwayne's pastor for the last several years. He and his family, tremendous blessing to our church. And uh, I'm here today. This is a homegoing celebration. We certainly love and appreciate the Dixon family. We want them to know they're in our prayers today. It's a sudden loss. Uh, have not known them that many years. But uh, when you think about people like this, words like faithful and committed come to mind. Uh, almost 60 years of marriage, a uh, very devoted wife and mother. Uh, it was Abraham Lincoln who said these words. What I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. And I thought about that today. Brother Dwayne uh, has mentioned many times when he was away from God that he would come in the late hours of the night. He'd hear his mom and they're praying, calling out to God for his soul. And uh, she was such a tremendous support system in his life. But, you know, those prayers live on. And she was so proud even to see him live for God Amen. Work for the Lord. Amen. And what a blessing he's become and will continue to be in the future. I believe that. Uh, I feel a peace of God here today. It's just something different about a child of God when they pass on. I've done many funerals in the last 20 years, and some of those times uh, were hard when you got to a place to try to find words, good words to say about someone that you know the life they live. But a faithful warrior like this has lived for God all these years. Amen. You know what? We have hope. Paul said it like it's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. I would have you not be ignorant, brethren, concerning them. They're asleep. We don't sorrow. Paul said it's all right to sorrow. We're sorrowing today for the loss of a precious loved one. But we do not sorrow as the world sorrows today who have no hope. But we have hope. Somebody shout hope. hope. Anybody think you have hope today? Yes. There will be a resurrection. I believe. Any believers in the house today? I believe in the house full of believers that believe there will be a day. We're going to come out out of the grave. It doesn't end at the grave. Amen. We're sorrowful today. And we cry tears. Amen. I want this family to know we sorrow with you today. But we don't sorrow as the world sorrows. We have hope beyond these veil of tears. Amen. The struggles, her struggle's over. Her fight's over. Ours is yet to be won. But we're thankful today for this privilege to be able to come and just say a few words. And we love this family dearly. We want them to know, amen, they're in our prayers today. God bless you today.
been times when I thought my prayers didn't even reach the ceiling of the room where I knelt to pray. And a voice inside kept asking me, did I think God was really listening to anything that I had to say? But I just kept on praying, holding on by faith, knowing God is always in control. I waited like a rosebud in the garden For only God can unfold the rose When God unfolds the rose He always gets it right are in play. It's such a beautiful sign. God knows when to hold on and the perfect time Thank you so much for the words that have been shared today, the songs that have been sung, and uh, I want to say thank you from the family to everyone that has come 
to help and to strengthen and show your support to this family today in this uh, terrible, tragic, uh, unexpected, but not unplanned for event today. And uh, I say that not unplanned for because Sister Dixon did plan for this day. And for that, we are grateful and thankful for that. And we give God praise and glory for that. And your presence here means a lot to this family and uh, more than words can ever express. And uh, thank you for being here and sharing your time and your support with all of them. The family may not be able to to thank every one of you uh, personally uh, right now, but uh, thanks from them to each and every one of you. Thank you also for the beautiful flowers that are here and all the kind words that have been said. And uh, there's not, not, I don't guess there's the right words that can be said, but just words that are being said showing that you care and uh, that you are here to support them means the world to this family. So thank you very much. Thanks for all the food that has been brought to the house, the meal today, uh, all the things that you have done to make this time uh, bearable. I don't know what it is about food, but I guess we as apostolics are as humans. Food is kind of a comfort to us. And uh, so we want to say thank you for all of those who have taken out of their busy schedule to uh, help and support this family. And again, thanks for all the phone calls and uh, the things that you have done, all the visits uh, to the house. And with this family, I know it's very much appreciated. Sister Dixon was, you know, we, let me start by saying this, we judge greatness, I think, so differently than what God does. And uh, we place values on a lot of things differently than what God does. And when we think of someone as being great, we often think of someone that has been in the limelight or accomplished some great uh, thing in their life. But Sister Dixon was truly a great person. And the fact is that she loved God with all of her heart, with all of her soul, and with all of her might. She served Him with everything that was within her, and it speaks volumes for her life today. As her pastor for the last few years and being part of this church, assisting Brother Duplessis even before then, I could never remember uh, lots, lots of things you want to forget in life as being a pastor. And uh, some things you, you have to train yourself to forget. Some things you never forget. But, but some things you want to remember. And uh, we hope that the, uh, the part of remembering is greater than that, that we want to forget when it's all over. But Sister Dixon, to my knowledge, and... Uh, that it, going back and searching my memory, is she never gave me one minute's trouble. She never uh, caused me any problems, and for that I am grateful. There's a lot to be said about trouble-free saints. <clears throat> Although when, when now Brother Robinson is talking about what a blessing Brother Duane is to their church, I got him before Christ. Brother Robinson was privileged to have him after Christ. 
Um, so I, I, I did get a lot more phone calls from Sister Dixon when Brother Dwayne was living here in this area. And uh, so thank God a lot of them has changed in the phone calls that I got after that was uh, good reports of what God is doing in his life and doing through him. And uh, so the, the, the phone calls in the middle of the night and all of those wanting prayer and help and searching and looking and, and getting a hold of God, thank God that prayer works. And uh, thank God for his mercy and his grace. Uh, I, I had... I had someone one time that was here uh, visiting with us that made reference to um, the elderly in the church, and uh, he said, "Boy, I, I would I would think that it would be very difficult to pastor elderly saints." And uh, I said, "No, it's not very difficult at all." I said, "It's pretty uh, simple." I said, "Because when they've been around this long." It shows that they really have a desire to serve God. And uh, you don't have to worry about them being faithful to church, faithful in their tithing, faithful in their giving, faithful in their participation, faithful in the way that they dress and conduct themselves. I said, so really, it's pretty easy to, to pastor elderly saints of God. And uh, so I can truly say this about Sister Dixon. She was a saint of God. And uh, there's not a lot that you had to worry about, about Sister Dixon and her walk and dedication and consecration to God. Although there, there, there did come a time that when she would start to shout, uh, we would gather around her and try to set her down because she did get a little carried away one time and, and uh, fell on the floor, and that wasn't too good of an idea. Of course, we do that in apostolic church for all of you that... Uh, don't know that. We uh, jump over the benches, run the aisles, and all of that. And uh, so I'm, I am thankful to have the opportunity re- to report that. Sister Dixon loved her children without a doubt. And uh, she prayed many, many prayers for them. And uh, she loved her husband, Brother Dixon, and uh, took care of him. And uh, I know that that he is going to miss that uh, very, very, very much. And we pray for God's strength and help and comfort in this time of grief and sorrow. And she was very excited. I can remember uh, the Sunday morning. She sat right over here to my left, her and Brother Dixon. And uh, the Sunday morning that she walked in and told me she had found a new brother and she was so excited about that and even had the privilege of bringing him to church. And uh, she was so excited about that and their relationship. And um, the prayers that she has prayed, Brother Morgan made mention of this, that prayers that are prayed never die. They continue to live on and on and on and on. And so this body that you love, that you respected, that what you recognize of being Sister Dixon will no longer be with us, but the prayers that she has prayed for her family will never die. They keep going on and they keep working. And I'm thankful for the prayers that have prayed. Some people say, well, how could I, how could I make it without the prayers of my wife or the prayers of my mother or the prayers of my grandmother? Because those prayers that went before the throne 
are still going before the throne at this present time in our life. As getting prepared to have something to say today, I was, I was thinking about this scripture, and this is a scripture that, uh, that you hear a lot about on Mother's Day and probably in many different funerals, although some it does not fit at all, but I thought it very fitting for uh, Sister Dixon today. Proverbs chapter 31 verses, actually the majority of the chapter of Proverbs describes a virtuous woman. And it says in verse number 10, and 12, it says, who, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. The heart, uh, one commentary said this, uh, according to this scripture, said the heart of her husband does trust safely uh, in her so that he have no need of spoil. Five, there are five things that, that is to be said about this scripture here uh, that is talking about this virtuous woman. Number one, he has, speaking of her husband, has absolute confidence in her faithfulness. And I know by spending time with Brother and Sister Dixon and uh, seeing their lives for the last some odd years, I can't remember exactly how many years it is, but he had total confidence in her faithfulness. The next thing is he knows she will not be a waster. And uh, I don't think that she was that at all from considering the things that she had collected in her house. And I guess a lot of us are like that, some more than others, that when we collect, we don't like to get rid of. And so we keep collecting and things get uh, get uh, uh, crammed in little spaces. And that I can remember uh, the other day talking to Brother Dixon. He said, what am I going to do with all of this stuff? And so she was not a waster. And so by being uh, one that was not a waster... Her family did not have need to worry about looking to the neighbors to supply their needs because she was a provider for their household. The third thing is that he is blessed by her tireless working and commitment. Not, I, I don't know, I, we was talking about this at the funeral home the other day. Not really, I don't guess she ever really worked too much outside of the home. And a lot of people take that as, well, they never did anything. But anybody that's ever been around kids and ever tried to take away, uh, take part in uh, the raising of a family and providing for the home at home knows that it's not a job of leisure all the time. And so this is what she did. She worked tirelessly raising her family and providing for them of a safe place at home. That's what this world is in need of today. We put emphasis on so many other things in life and uh, emphasis on new cars and bigger homes and better jobs and, and uh, kind of like we use it for an explanation point on our success in life. But I want to tell you what true success is. And that is providing for your family 
and working for your family and spending time with your family and living a life dedicated and consecrated to God. The fourth thing is he is exalted as a ruler with the elders in the gate. And I, I, I thought about this, that Brother Dixon has been blessed by having Sister Dixon as his wife and faithful companion. That his life has been exalted and blessed by her being a major part in his life. The fifth thing is, he praises her and her virtues and it blesses others. Now, I, I, I said this in the beginning as looking at greatness and the way that that God, uh, that God places emphasis on greatness. We look at some great things that people has accomplished. But her faithfulness and her dedication to her family, to her husband, and to her church, and to her God speaks volumes to a younger generation of how we should live and conduct and work in our lifetime. So her virtues are praised today and has been praised in her, her life. Lots of times we live our life and never know the people that actually look up to us or, or even has faith or confidence in us because it's little things that we do that we think that are very unnoticed and it goes unnoticed that people notice the most about us. Her place will be missed in First Pentecostal Church of Silsby. Although, uh, as when she was here, I can't remember her ever singing a, a special a few times in choir when we would have a senior saints service that she would sing in the choir. Very few times I ever remember her voice and testimony, but she always had a praise to exalt God. But there are things in her life, her faithfulness, her dedication, her holiness, and the way that she lived for God that will live on. How does that live on? That lives on in my life. It lives on in your life. It lives on in the saints of God's life. It lives on in each and every family member. There's a little part of Sister Dixon in each and every family member today. She was, without a doubt, a lover of truth. I don't know how many years that she served God or how long ago it was that she received the gift of the Holy Ghost and was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. But I was looking at some of these pictures and... Uh, it represents a life of change. That, that's what's so rough, I think, about life. That life is always changing. And when we get used to it, life changes again. But she was, without a doubt, a lover of truth. She believed that, hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That there is only one God, and His name is Jesus. She believed without a shadow of a doubt the Word of God that says in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 16, Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. She believed that God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, and preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. She believed without a doubt the new birth message 
and that it was important, that it was a necessity to our salvation. She believed John chapter 3 and verse number 5 that says, Jesus answered, speaking to Nicodemus, saying, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. She believed that that was fulfilled according to the word of God in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38, when they asked men and brethren, what shall we do? She believed this with all of her heart. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. She not only believed that with all of her heart, but she did that according to the Scripture, and she lived that way in life. She was filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. She was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. That's what it means in John chapter 3 by saying you must be born again. And I want to tell you today what Sister Dixon loved, what Sister Dixon lived, what Sister Dixon held so dear to her heart, and what she did. You can see her again, but you must follow the same road map that she followed. There's a lot of different ideas, and there's a lot of different opinions, there's a lot of different suggestions, but there's still only one road map that you're going to go by that's going to lead you to eternal life with Jesus Christ our Lord. This is what she loved. She believed without a shadow of a doubt in separating herself from the world and in doing this, dedicating herself unto God. She believed the Scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 17. Now, if some of you have a problem with what I'm saying today, you had a problem with the way that she lived. And I apologize if I hurt your feelings, but I don't apologize for what I say and what she lived because it was a truth. And what I'm using today is the Scriptures according to the Word of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 17, the Bible says, Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. She believed the Word of God in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse number 14 where it says, Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. She had the peace of God. She believed in following peace with her fellow man. And she believed in holiness and separation unto God. Separating herself when she walked down the road there was no question what side of the fence that she was on. When she come to church, there was no question what side of the fence that she was on. There was no question who she was in love with and who she was trying to serve. Because her looks, her actions, her walk, her talk, her conducting herself separated her from the world and to God. Help us today as the people and the children of God not only to fall in love with God, but to fall in love with Him so much that we don't want to look like the world, act like the world, talk like the world, 
be what the world is, but we want to be a true Christian and walk and talk in godly ways. For that I commend Sister Sister Dixon. And the world that may look at her and say that she never accomplished anything great, that she was not represented when her, when you look at greatness, you would not think of her name. I defy that spirit today that would say that because of a young lady that started walking with God, that walked with Him the majority of her life, that was not afraid nor ashamed to be different in the world that tries to make you conform to its actions, to its thinking, to the way that the world would have you to do, act, talk, look, or dress, that she stood up and she made a difference in her world. And for that, she is truly a great lady of God. She was, she had peace with all of her fellow men. What a legacy she leaves behind today. What a representation of what true godliness really is that she leaves behind today. She leaves behind you a, a, uh, a representation of what you can be and how you can live for God. You say, oh, today's a different day. When she was a young person, they'd say the same thing. Today's a different day. And But I want to tell you, in this different day, there needs to be a church that still looks and acts and talks and shows a different way of a lifestyle to live dedicated and consecrated to God. So this is what Sister Dixon loved. This is who she was. This is what she was. A true Christian in every way. To my knowledge, she lived for God. She lived for God at home. She lived for God at the grocery store. She lived for God at church. And I am thankful and grateful for that. To the family, I would say today, I wish, I wish there were words that I could say that would take away the grief, the heartache, the pain, the sorrow that each and every one of you face and are dealt with today. As Brother Dixon called me, uh, last a few days ago and, and was telling me the tragedy that had taken place and I met him at the hospital, the grief, the pain, the agony and different times of talking with him, the grief, the pain, the agony, speaking with the children. I know it's there and I wish that I could take it away. I wish that I could pray a prayer that would make it all go away. But all we can do is pray the prayer today that God will help you and God will direct you. I was listening to Brother Townley as they were singing the song, When God Unfolds the Rose. You know, we have an opportunity to put the rose of life in God's hands. But really, it doesn't matter if we put it in God's hands or not. It's still in God's hands. But it's much easier if we would just submit our will and our way to God. And when we trust God and know that God has our best interest at heart, we look at God and say, God, why? You know, God, this doesn't seem fair. God, this doesn't seem real. I don't understand this. But when we trust God and we give the rose of life into God's hand, we just got to let God do what God does best. And God just takes control. 
I told, I told one person, one family that recently lost a son as I was speaking at the graveside there. I said, you know, it's, we would say and we would look at this young man and we would look at Sister Dixon today that lived their life for God and dedicated their life to God. This young man, 22 years old, I believe he was, taken out of life very tragically, unexpectedly. I'd say, God, why didn't you, why didn't you take somebody that's, that's not, not living for you or not, not trying to dedicate their life to you, but you took a young man that wanted to live for you, that wanted to preach the gospel, that dedicate all of his life to you and had lived holy and godly. I said, and then if he would have been the other way, if they would not have been prepared to meet the Lord, we would have said, God, why didn't you take somebody that was ready? Why didn't you give them an opportunity to get ready to meet you? Why didn't you take someone that was prepared? This instance today with Sister Dixon, it's the same way. She was ready. And we say, God, why didn't you add years to her life? Why didn't you leave her here with us a little bit longer? And on the other hand, if she would have not been prepared, would it say, God, why didn't you just give her one more church service? It's human nature that we want someone forever. We want, we want our, our family members and our loved ones to never leave. But our human nature has to give to the will of God. That God walked down through the rose garden of life. And He didn't want a dead rose. He didn't want an ugly rose. He didn't want a half-destroyed rose. But He wanted a beautiful rose to add to His collection. And He picked Sister Dixon that early morning and took her on to be with Him. This is what we live for. This is what we have placed our confidence in. This is the day that she had prepared for. She was on loan from God to each and every one of us. But now God has taken her to be with Him forevermore. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse number 1, it says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he hath formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, and I say unto this family today, Fear not, Brother Dixon, I know that you've got a world of questions of what am I going to do? How am I going to make it? I've heard you ask those questions. But God's Word would tell you today, Fear not, I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by my name. Thou art mine. And it goes on to tell us that when we pass through the waters... And when we pass through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. There is nothing that has happened to you that God is not able to take you through. And God is not able to strengthen you. And God is not able to help you. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom and Ethiopia and Seba. For thee. Let me tell you today, in the midnight hour, God is there. In troubled times, God is there. In our heartache, God is there. Brother 
Morgan again has already made reference to this scripture in Psalms 46. God is our refuge. Or excuse me, in Psalms 91. But in, in Psalms 46 it says, God is our refuge and strength. A very present, a very present help. I know that you have heard these scriptures Brother Dixon, I know that you have ministered from these scriptures, but I want to tell you, when it comes time to live by the scripture, the scripture still works. That God is your present help in trouble. Therefore, will I not fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. He is that present help. Going back to Psalms 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Many people look for different things. To comfort them through the storm. The doctor will prescribe medication. The bartender will prescribe alcohol. The drug dealer will prescribe street drugs. But I want to tell you, when we as apostolics need help, we go to God. And it's still the best medication that's ever been given to mankind. That I will rest and I will dwell in the secret place. And the shadow of the Almighty is going to comfort you. So I tell you today, it will get easier to talk about. It will get easier to discuss. There will be times where you can laugh and joke and have a great time about the memories of Mama. The hurt will never go away. I can speak that by experience. But what we have today is memories. And as we say goodbye to this clay body that was formed from the dust of the ground, what we loved and what we held dear, her prayers, her memory will live on and on and on and on. And God will help you. And God will strengthen you. And God will comfort you. So right now, why don't we all turn to the one that gives us peace, the one that gives us help, the one that gives us strength. And I'm glad that I know his name. His name is Jesus. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you, God, for your spirit that we can feel right now in this house. I pray, God. That you would strengthen this family. I pray, Lord, that you would show yourself real and close to them today. Lord Jesus, help the children, I pray. Help the grandchildren, the friends today, I pray. I pray especially, God, that you would strengthen my brother, Brother Dixon today. Encourage him. Let him feel your comfort, your peace, your presence, God, at all times. We thank you again, Lord, for the life that has been lived, the dedication, the consecration that Sister Dixon committed her ways to you. 
We are grateful and thankful for that. We are thankful today, God, that we can stand before this congregation, Lord Jesus, and give a good report of her life that was lived in honor and respect and the glory of you. We ask you for your help and for your peace and for your protection. And we do it in Jesus' name today. When the time comes and I'm standing at the river that separates the two worlds that I love, torn between my precious friends and my family and the place of peace that's waiting up above. Hold my hand and stay there by my side. And when I finally step into the time, celebrate me home. Celebrate me there. Celebrate me in the land of wonder where nothing can compare. Celebrate me in that place. Celebrate me, say my grace. Don't just sit and weep because I'm gone. Celebrate me, oh. I have spent most of my life on earth preparing to take the trip. From here to heaven's throne With the shield and word of God To guide me It's a comfort Knowing I am not alone And when I take my final fleeting breath And gently fade into Celebrate me home, celebrate me there, celebrate me in the land of wonder where nothing can compare. Celebrate me in that place, celebrate me, say my grace, don't just sit and weep because I'm gone. Celebrate me home, celebrate me Can compare. Celebrate. 
Celebrate 